0: This podcast is a love letter to every small business owner in Africa that dreams of growing big, every African executive that wants to get ahead, and every leader that wants more impact. I'm Tembi Kumalo, your host and the founder of Brand Builder Africa. We'll talk about everything to do with growing your business by building your brand. If you, like me, have been having challenges with productivity, you are in the right place today because I'm going to be talking to a high-performance and productivity coach. And what I'm going to do, you know, I have to confess, is I'm going to try and get some free coaching out of her in the course of our conversation because I'm starting to really worry about my productivity because I, I like to think of, of myself as Really organized and fairly productive. But lately, oof. Yeah. So, listen in. I'm talking to Tafadz Gwabete Sasa. Um, She designs and facilitates tools and systems that help people or groups clarify their goals and align their day-to-day activities towards the results that they really want. I mean, don't we all want someone like that in our lives? So... Listen in, and you might get a chance to make friends with Tafadzwa. Hey Tafadzwa. Hey Tembe, how are you doing today? I'm very well indeed. Where exactly are you right now? I am um, in. It... Yeah. And what's the weather like so... there? Um,
1: hmm, today is a bit. It's a bit sunny, but the, it's windy. The August winds are really here now. So ah, yes. it's a
0: bit sunny, but the winds are the winds are fully coming in now. Chilly. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's anyway. it's great to have you on Brand to Build this morning. Um just tell us a little bit about yourself. So you're a productivity coach, you're a high performance coach. What does that mean?
1: I, when I tell my grandmother, what I do, I tell her that I help people to get things done. (laughs) And what does your
0: grandmother think about that? (laughs)
1: <laughs> because it's been such a it's been such a complex conversation right like moving from the whole productivity goals plans and all of these things and i'm like literally so now what i say to her is i help people become really really clear on what they actually want to achieve in their lives um, or in their businesses then i help them create a plan of how to move from where they are to where they want to be and I sometimes then walk that whole journey with them um, supporting them, holding them accountable and helping them grow. Because for me, the growth is the real difference between where we are and where we want to go. So, mm. so, so then it's like, so, so what kind of things? And I'm like, all things go, go. So it's like, <laughs> Whether somebody wants to lose weight or somebody wants to manage their money better, or somebody wants to perform better at work, or they want to make their team more productive, I
0: am just there to help them to do that and to achieve it. So yeah, that's, that's what I do. See, now that's what I should have said when my children and I were discussing this the other day, because I said to them, I'm I'm going to be interviewing a productivity expert. And they were like, whoa. And then we had this (laughs) whole debate about what it means to be productive. And so Mm. I need you to just explain to us what, how do I know I'm being productive? Like, is it when I'm busy when i don't have any any like lag or downtime is it when i'm hitting all the goals or is it like if i spend the whole morning tidying my room is that being productive or is it only when i'm actually making money or you know i need you to clear this up for me so that the family can have peace So,
1: so remember like if you look at the way that I explained it to to my the way that I would explain it to my gogo um mm. for me, productivity is just ensuring that you are achieving what you set out to achieve within the right time
0: right, so regardless so, of what that is yes,
1: as far as I'm concerned, yes, because if if you set out to run a five kilometer run, if you run that five kilometer run, you've been productive uh-huh. if you set out to spend. 30 minutes playing outside with your son. If you successfully do that, that's being productive. Okay. I think the biggest thing is that a lot of people think about productivity from the workplace and the business setting. Right? Mm. So productivity is usually considered around, um, you know, getting things done in the office, working on reports and all of that. And I love that. But I think the gap in that definition is where my business started from which was from realizing that um, we have created structures to ensure that people are productive in the workspace, right? Mm. And there are all these things that ensure that your life is organized and arranged in a way that you produce results in the workplace. But then when you leave the workplace, there are little structures to ensure that you are being productive with everything else in your life. This is why people have issues in every other area of their life. They're not happy with their health and fitness. They're not happy with their personal finances. They're not happy with their relationships, their spirituality, mm. their own personal development. So I am very, my, my definition of productivity is, what did you achieve what you set out to achieve? And within that, there's also then the conversation of, but is that the thing that you should have been doing? But to your family, <laughs> I would say, if the plan was to clean the house, to clean your room on that particular morning, and you managed to actually clean it to the standards
0: that you expected. Within that time frame, girl, you were productive. Great. So what I'm hearing here is that you've got to actually have some type of goal or, or end game, if you like, to yes. begin with, because then you've yes. got something to measure your productivity against. Absolutely. Okay. So, and I'm, I'm angling for a lot of free coaching in this conversation, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how that goes. Let's see how I think that it's going to work out really well for me. <laughs> you, know,
1: you, know that, you know, one of the things that I'm really excited about um, Tell in me. this time that I've been learning about is the idea of, of, of battering things so as as people who are starting out in our different industries well you are more much more experienced but now I'm very open to be like oh you need productivity coaching well I'm building a brand so you know right let's exchange so for sure that's that's something
0: that we could always have a conversation a hundred percent a hundred percent so now if I I like what you said about the workplace having tools and structures and Ways that it's arranged to actually make you productive, to make you achieve what you go to work to achieve. So in nice. my life, what are some of the tools and structures and systems that I can put in there um, to help me be productive? Bear in mind, our audiences is African entrepreneurs, African executives. Nice. Um, a lot of them are, are, you know, have young families. They are... Um, either middle to senior management or they've started a business, they're ready to scale or mm. they're thinking about making that switch, their coaches, their consultants. So they have a, a range of responsibility. You know, they, they, they've got to deal with their gogos just like you. Mm-hmm. And then they've got their spouses and they've got their kids and they've got, right. Um, yeah, like what, what tools are available to help them succeed in doing what they're setting out to do apart from and this is what i've picked up the first tool is you've got to actually have something you're setting out to do yes and and the reason i love this so much is because our brand builder we have a saying always start with purpose right yeah right
1: so so i and i know that you said that's one of the clear things but i'm sort of going to go back into that right? okay um because so in the workplace we have very clear business goals right Mm -hmm. we are very clear on like okay so this month i need to make so much money in revenues i need to get so many clients on board i need to facilitate so many trainings we have all of these things very clear well i hope
0: we do i don't think we all do (laughs) right that's the thing we're
1: supposed to Uh, so so for me the first thing is always the clarity right clarity 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 Mm. if you get if you Create clarity around what you want to do. You are, I'd almost say halfway done, right? Because now, okay. if you're clear on what you want to do, you are clearer on what you should say
0: no to. Are you a James Clear fan? I am. I good. Am yeah. <laughs> so am I. I am. And as you're saying that, I'm just thinking about his his one quote where he says, "A lot of people think they have a problem with discipline." But it's not discipline. They have a problem with its clarity. Yes. Like you don't yeah. lack discipline. You lack clarity. You don't
1: know what you're supposed to be doing. Mm. So so, one of the things that I always do when I work with my clients, whether it's, a, whether it's an SME business, whether it's like a corporate department in a big organization, or whether it's a young millennial who's just had a baby and they're now trying to figure out how to get back into the workplace. I'm always like, but what do you want?
0: Right people are like oh how how do you help sorry to interrupt you just there how do you help people who don't know what they want like well that's that's part of my work (laughs) that's part
1: of my work because in reality we know what we want but half the time we get caught up in yes we get caught up in oh my god will i be able to do that um what will it take for me to do that what will i have to give up to do that Mm. so so that's always one of the things that i'm like listen Let's just talk about what you want. We will get to the issue of what we the need to take, what you have to okay. do, what you have to give. But let's just be clear. And one of my big things is the idea of ridiculously big ideas, which is like the thing that you really want, but it's also something that's very ridiculous considering where you are, right? So it might be a situation of, you know, I have a full-time job, but I just want to work for myself. And when you look at how much you're making in your job, And how much you could start off making, that might sound ridiculous. Mm. Or it might be just like looking at your current state of health and thinking of, well, I want to have a six pack, right? And I want to run like a marathon Mm. when at the moment you can't even run 500 meters without, you know, running out of breath. So for me, I always start with what's your ridiculously big idea? What's the big thing that's super ridiculous? And as people begin to say out these things, I'm like, okay, let's talk about something that you want to do maybe in 10 years. And right, as we right. get clearer, clearer, we're like, okay, so what would you want to have, say, in the next two hours, one week, one month, one year? So mm, first mm. and foremost for me, it's clarity, whether it's revenue in business. But sometimes it's even spending time with family, right? Yeah. Because people are like, oh, I want to spend more time with my kids. And then we do their time log and we realize actually they're spending three hours of the night at home. And I'm like, so what, <laughs> what exactly are you looking for? And right. then they're like, no, I want to spend quality time with the kids because I feel like right now we're just in the house, but everybody's watching something and everybody's on a device. Mm. And I'm like, okay, so what would you do if you were not on your devices? And I remember this vividly. One of my clients were like, oh, we'd switch off the TV and then like switch off the TV and do what? And she was like, Oh, maybe puzzles. Because Tembe, can you imagine switching off the TV on your kids and have not have a plan? They're like, wait, what?
0: <laughs> so this is a, a great um, I love that you brought up this example because I'm I run a household where we don't do TV. Right. I feel like from the time kids are three years old, then um, they just there's no TV during the week. TVs for weekends think- and school holidays. Interesting. But, yeah, because that's how I was raised. Like my parents didn't allow us to have TV. So so and you know it at in the school car park the other moms will be like that is just cruel. <laughs> and I'll be like but that's how I was raised. Right. Um but what it did was it created a system for eating together. Because now we're mm. not all sitting with our plates in front of the TV,
1: yes,
0: uh, eating together and having conversations, mm. and then it created uh, a requirement for other forms of entertainment, right? So then people start to read more, they play board games, they go for walks, they play with pets, like just playing, right? J, <laughs> playing is like a real Which thing. Is what's-
1: <laughs> which is what we all want, but, yeah. But then there are all these complexities, right? So we're just like, oh, I want to spend yeah. more For time sure. with your family. No, yeah. you want to play board games and play outside with your kids, and you know, let your kids play with pets, which means you need to buy the pets. You need to buy the board exactly, games exactly, right? exactly. And you like, need to we're off the We're gonna do puzzles.
0: Ooh, oops, we don't have any puzzles. <laughs>
1: Exactly. So let's just switch back the TV on until we get a puzzle. Yeah.
0: So so that was the clarity, firstly, it's the clarity.
1: Um. But secondly, I would also say structures, right? Mm. I I like to say if it doesn't have a date, a place and a time, it's not happening.
0: Okay. The reason
1: that, the reason that you and I are recording this podcast right now, Tembe, is because we agreed that today at this time on this platform would be recording this podcast.
0: True, true.
1: If we hadn't done that, you might have remembered it at, at you know at 5 p.m. and I might have remembered it tomorrow and we keep having this very non-progressive oh. conversation of which, which,
0: as you know, happens to me.
1: <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> From time to time. <laughs> yeah. So so it's actually so, I mean beyond yes. the the date, the place and the time is actually committing to the date, the place, and the time. And that's how you
1: commit, right? Mm. Because even think about it in, 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 in I, I say, in social, in social spaces, right? You mm. know that person that you always meet and you're like, it's been so long. We should do coffee. <laughs> we should do coffee. And you both walk away. Mm. And now knows that when I do that, it's like, you're not interested in meeting that person. And I'm like, I can't Indeed. commit. I'm not But when I'm committed, I'll be like, so Tembe, could we do coffee? And Tembe's like, yes, yes. I'm like, so how's next week looking? I'm always, if I'm into it, I'm looking for a date, a place, and a time. Because that's the commitment.
0: That's really good. Really good.
1: Otherwise, it never gets done. This is how things never get done. Because there's just no dedicated date, date, place, and time.
0: Got you. Got you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So those would be my my two main ones around, if like clarity. What exactly do you want to do? And then decide that on this day, on Saturday at eleven am, I'm going to go into the garden and start gardening, or I'm going to sit down and write a proposal, or I'm going to, you know, go outside and play with my kids.
0: Yeah, I hear going you. To- yeah. So now let's say I've, and I have mm-hmm. created a structure. So. Uh, Again, it, angling for the free coaching here. Yeah, I, I have, you. for I instance, you <laughs> a... <laughs> you're like watching me sideways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have a system where I don't take meetings on Wednesdays. Okay. Because I, that's my day for writing.
1: Nice.
0: Because my idea was if I call myself a writer, I must write. And if I'm going to write, I can't leave it to chance to say when yeah. I'm inspired or, you know, I've got to like, yes. I've got to make space for mm. writing to happen. But coach, I'm failing. <laughs> so, what, so what's currently happening on Wednesday? So I, I wanted to talk about the thieves of productivity. Like okay. how do... So- how do we make it happen, even when we've got the clarity? clarity. So I've got <laughs> the clarity about my identity as a writer. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got the structure in, in in terms of how I've carved out the time. Mm-hmm. But when I sit down, down on Wednesday, in fact, when I get up on Wednesday morning,
1: <laughs> you find every and everything else to do under the sun, but sit down in right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Like so much else happens. Some Wednesdays I do write. And then right. I also write on days that aren't Wednesdays, which is mm. you know, which is okay because if the inspiration hits me, I'll write. But nice. the idea is that Wednesday is the space that I, I've carved to get into this mindset. And sometimes I actually get really angry and I start snapping at everybody around me. I'm supposed to be writing today. I'm never going to get anywhere, I'm never going to finish my book. Um. i hear you yeah
1: um so so i'm thinking of several things but i think the first thing particularly and i'm gonna say this particularly to you because i know i know the household you run um (laughs) i know that you have have people you have adults around you (laughs) accountability for me the first thing is accountability right Um, Mm -hmm. accountability is a concept that I find really strong. So either being able to say, like, if you tell the girls that, you know, on Wednesday, I do nothing but write, if they see you starting to cook or whatever it is, they'll be like, eh, are we now writing a recipe or whatever it is? Right.
0: So Uh...
1: for me, first it's accountability and having people who you know that they will motivate. Uh, inspire but they'll also shame you into doing the things that you need to do right like indeed that's, that's one of my hacks if I'm really sitting right. down on something I, at some point I'm just like I'm gonna tell people who I know they'll be like so I am genuinely the person who, who have people in my life who are like if I'm supposed to be writing and I'm cooking they'll be like eh? so are we now writing a cooking book or you know what I mean so I have yeah 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 I be shameless like that they will shame you into doing what you need to do so um, accountability in terms of, and, and I think for entrepreneurs, this is also a dynamic one because we don't have a boss to report to. So mm. you know, you could procrastinate on things mm. for months and, you know, not really face any consequences. So building accountability structures around you to say, for example, if you have another friend who's trying to write a book, right, agree to say you will, you'll send each other a chapter or whatever it is, right? So Again, going back to the clarity, which is now at a smaller space, right? It's outcomes to say on when this Wednesday, when I sit down, I'm going to first do research on the certain chapter of the book, right? So for these two hours, I'm doing research for then, take a break for the next two hours. I'm now actually writing a very horrible, crappy first draft of that chapter. And then in the next two hours when I come back, I'm now cleaning that, you know, crappy draft zero into somewhat Mm. of draft one. So what I have found around is that there's also the issue of procrastination, right? Mm. And and for me, the way that I now understand procrastination is just understanding that it's, and and you have an interesting definition that I want us to go into. I do, (laughs) but I feel
0: like if I start with that, we're going to. Get, go <laughs> off on a very interesting tangent I want to come back to, to what you've just been saying because I think this is so good and is actually really genuinely helping me right. because what you're saying is it's not enough to just say on Wednesdays I write no. that I've got to now break it down further and say yes. in these parts of that Wednesday yes. which parts of writing am I going to do Mm-hmm. Like, am I writing a chapter of the book? Am I doing research? Am I writing a blog post? Like, you can't just say <laughs> Wednesdays I write, which right. is literally what I've been doing.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, it, so it's it's hard for you to sit down and because, but that that clarity of knowing, okay, I'm researching. So for me, it could be simply like, okay, I'm currently researching. Like my current obsession is teams, right? So you know, for, for, for example, that when I sit down, I'm researching, you know, a lot like trust issues around teams. How do you build trust? What destroys trust? So mm-hmm. I know exactly what I should be focusing on. So yeah, again, clarity at that kind of level to sort of work backwards. If you want to finish the book by 31 December, work backwards and decide what needs to be done by when so that, you know, you are very clear when you
0: sit down that this here is what I'm doing. Ish now, now you're putting the pressure on. A date. Yeah, because it was now. Wondering, Timber, now we're back to a day attack. Can you believe that actually somebody asked me that this week?
1: Yeah, the whole universe needs you to make <laughs> a commitment to this. Timber, you're costing the continent. This whole oh continent God, is waiting for that, your book.
0: Now the future of the continent is on my shoulders. Oh Lord! Our,
1: our businesses are struggling because you haven't written that book, Tembe.
0: Thank you, Tafadzwa. You're
1: welcome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Remember, I told you in my tribe, we will we'll do whatever it takes
1: to get Shame you to write. you for folks. real. Yeah. That's just. Yeah. We will. Like this. a friend of mine will do this to you and then say, "No pressure, Tafu. None at all." And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs> So yeah, that book, Tembe.
0: Just so. Um, ca- Coming back to my, my definition of procrastination. And yes. I have to say that I, I feel this way as I get older. Okay. Um, and I think that as you get older, you're a lot more accepting of mm. your life. You you know y- y- you start to say, okay, actually, this is the way X, Y, Z is. And, and I'm okay with that. Right. Okay. I think, yeah, I think that I feel less inclined to change, especially people. <laughs> right. And the day that I realized that is, is the day I became free. Okay. Um, so tell us this definition. So, the definition of procrastination is that it is the wisdom to not force anything. Okay. That you're not ready for. I see. And let me tell you, I mean, that can be abused so badly if you want to yeah. be irresponsible with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's for grown-ups so Tell ups me when only. it works. Tell, for- me. <laughs> tell me the situations when this works. I honestly believe that it has a spiritual slash mystical element to it. Okay. Um... Here's an example. I have an accountability partner for another part of my business. Um okay. so we talk once a week and we have goals and we you know we don't shame each other but we certainly push each other and prod each right. other. Yeah. Right. And no shame is always the last resort. And <laughs> no, I, I'm I'm like I'm all for it. If if <laughs> but in this particular relationship we haven't got there yet. Right. So the one week, I said, I'm going to send a follow-up email to all the people that did my free course, this particular course, and I want to do the follow-up email to say XYZ. The following week, have you sent the email? No. Um, But I wrote it, (laughs) but I haven't sent it. And then we talked about a whole lot of other things. The following week, have you sent the email? No, but I've downloaded the database. (laughs) (laughs) it's a process I guess (laughs) but then we started talking about the content of the email and you know I was now going to offer these people who'd done my free course I was going to offer them one-on-one coaching And how much does it cost? And so, and I said, well, I don't really want to talk about the money in the first follow-up email because I don't want them to feel like I'm hounding them just because they did my free course. And then she says, but why don't you offer them a discount? So you've done the free course. Now, here's what I would normally do. Here's what the thing costs. But because you did my free course and you're now part of the family, I'm going to let you have this at a discount. Right. And that gave me a really great like aha moment. Right. And I feel like I was now ready to pursue that. So right. when we talk again, I'll be able to say, Yes, I sent the email. Right. But so... I there was some something uncomfortable there for me that about the feeling of hounding people and da 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 that I needed to uh clarify, I suppose, before I could send that email. So that's how I mean about right. procrastination being the wisdom to not force something. Because I feel like if I had just sent that email on the day the way the email was, it wouldn't have been true to me, to who okay. I am and and what the energy that I wanna that I wanna distribute to the world, if you know what I right. mean. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I love I love this definition and I'm going to tell you that I think to an extent I agree with it on certain things. Yay!
0: Um
1: number one, I like the fact that you indicated that it, it mostly works for adults.
0: Mm. And I will say
1: mm. that I without the assumption is that adults have built some sort of discipline around their life. So yeah. by the time you're procrastinating, you probably have ensured that everything else is covered right. So, mm-hmm. secondly, um, I've also had instances where, like, it's this whole follow-up things of emails. I've had things that I have had on my list for a while, and I don't do them. And then the moment that I do them, it's like, things move, right? So, like you were yeah. saying, I would send an email to somebody, and then they would get back to me, and they're like, oh, my God. It's like you have been... You know, reading office, my mind re- yeah, going through this yeah. thing right now. And this is exactly what we need. And I'm, and I love and respect such times. But what I wanted to draw from the example that you shared with your accountability partner for this course, which mm. now goes back to my definition of procrastination. Procrastination is a way that our minds avoids either pain or discomfort or inconvenience related to a task. So it's our way of trying to delay right? The pain, the discomfort or difficulty in a task. From that definition, what I now do is every time that I'm procrastinating on a task, I sit with myself and I ask, so madam, what are we going through? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Literally,
0: I'm like... I know you didn't call yourself madam.
1: Oh yes, because sometimes I have to step out of myself and be like, so... You're, you're the managing consultant, you're the coach, so I'll address you respectfully. But, you know,
0: <laughs> so Stella's <laughs> going boss. on here. <laughs> I call know? myself, boss, exactly. Be, like, so you have positive. to get yourself into what's you. happening,
1: <laughs> <laughs> right? And what I've learned with myself, uh... but also with a lot of people, is there's always a genuine reason on why you're procrastinating on something, right? In your case, it was that feeling like you were not comfortable you know, talking numbers straight up right away. Right. Um, in, mm. and, and in my case, one of the things I struggled with for the longest time was reports, like I just hated reports. And when we had this conversation with the madame, we realized that part of the challenge for me was <laughs> I didn't have a template for writing these reports. Mm. And I am a very spontaneous, very present kind of person such that during an actual workshop. I didn't always take notes of things that would not be asked for in the report.
0: In the report. It was an issue of not having the template. And then, not having a template also means that every time you do it, it's like you're doing it for the first time. It's so
1: uphill. There we go. So mm. so once I had that conversation myself and understood, was like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We will sit down and create a template. Number two, when we create that template, we'll literally create a checklist that you will carry with you in every workshop, which will remind you to c- get the registration form. Have somebody take notes of the issues that are coming out of the workshop, take notes of the recommendations that come out of that workshop so that when you're now doing the report, it's simply pa, 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 and the report is gone. Now, So for me, it's that being able to reason with yourself because I believe I'm a reasonable person and you're a reasonable person, right? So if we approach procrastination Mm. with that, okay, so there's something genuinely difficult, hard or uncomfortable about this situation. Let's unpack it proactively within time and address it so that we still do this thing within the time that it's required. So for me, in the issue with your email, great it took you what two three weeks to do it right but mm. what if right in the very first week we'd been like tembe what's going on right so for me it's always having that i could be invoicing by now exactly <laughs> so for me it's always having that conversation earlier of like listen you are generally a goal mm. you get things done you're procrastinating on this thing because there's something difficult painful or inconvenient about it let's unpack it and let's make a plan for it because at the end of the day, procrastination always costs us. It costs us money, it costs us time, it costs us mental energy because in the back of your head you know that something mm. I should be doing, but I'm gonna sit here and pretend that I have all the time to watch a series. Okay, go get up. <laughs> we'll catch up later. Go get...
0: <laughs> get your goal later. Right.
1: Like so yeah. That's
0: oh god. That's my
1: approach to procrastination.
0: So so you're in Lusaka and I'm in Zimbabwe. And I, I want to say that I, I want to extend grace to, to people who are living in difficult situations. So you have electricity problems, you have water problems, you have transport problems, you have currency problems. Like sometimes it just feels like, the situation is getting in the way of you um, achieving your goals. And so how can we still be productive people when we are facing challenges that, that other people that A, we know it's not supposed to be this mm. way. B, the people that we benchmark ourselves against, nice. um, they don't have the same challenges. No. So, so we constantly feel small, no. smaller. Um, and I, I, I want to say that Zimbabwe is a, a particular example, especially right mm. now. But I think everyone in Africa feels that way at some point. That this system is not enabling me no. <laughs> to be who I want to be and to achieve what I want to achieve. What do you have to say for all our, our African goal-getters of- that want to get their goals? Mm,
1: first of all, shout out to Zimbabweans. Listen, particularly Zimbabweans in Zimbabwe. Amen.
0: Hey, man!
1: <laughs> Yo. Zimbabweans in Zimbabwe are a resilient people okay they are a resilient people I, I always joke with my friends when people ask me how is in south zambia and i'm like it's like zimbabwe with good with electricity you know systems that kind of work money <laughs> at the atm fuel at the petrol like these are things that people don't yeah. really think about but like to think that zimbabwe spent like a whole work day trying to get fuel right it's just like yeah what so first of all, shout out to my Zimbabwean people. Yeah. So because this one is Thank for my Zimbabweans in Zimbabwe. You. it's Thank mm-hmm. you. Ah, you. My people. Um, and, and, I, and, I you know, to be honest, some days for me, what really keeps me going is just seeing what you guys are doing on the ground in Zim. Like some days I'm literally like to myself, have you seen what things, what, like the things that people are doing back home? It's like, and you are sitting here and you you know, like you're in a relative. whining into your parents. <laughs> you are in, you know, somewhat of relative convenience. Like things are working in a way, right? So, mm. yo, this one, this one is a bit, I almost feel like I'm not even qualified to speak to this, but. Um, I do know, and I, and I work with quite a number of like my clients actually best in scene and they, they are goal getters. I see the things they are doing and I just like, yo guys. So I would think one of the things in, in terms of remaining productive is, you know, the willingness to adjust, um, when life happens. And I think this is something that all of us are going through right now with COVID, um, One Mm, of the things that I mm. always say is that, like, when life happens, pause, take stock of what's changed. Because one of the most unproductive things is to keep banging your head against the wall when everything else has changed, right? So I am all for constantly reviewing the plan and reviewing what's changed. And I, I kind of do this even on a very daily basis, right? So I plan out my week. I decide that this is what is happening on this particular day, right? And then Mm. and every single day or even every single work session that I sit down, I always check in with myself to say, okay, are we still on track? Has anything else changed? Do we need to change anything else, right? And for me, that kind of gives me a sense of control, right, of being able to be like, so I'll give you an example. Yesterday, I just felt really tired. I was, I was, yesterday I was tired. I was drained, um, I lost one of my very um, oldest mentors. He mentored me when I was quite young, just as I was coming out of college. Oh. Um, and so he passed away on Tuesday night. And and I think on Wednesday, I was so busy. I was so busy on Wednesday. You didn't, I, process. I didn't process it. But yesterday, Tembe, I woke up and my whole body was just like, no, we are not. Mm. I, I don't know what plans you have, but it's not happening. We're not coming with you. <laughs> You're on your own, sister. Um, and, yeah. and, and so at some point, I literally just say to myself, you know what? You're going through this emotional thing that is even hard to process because you can't even travel. You can't. It's even hard to process. So I say to myself yesterday, okay, mm. um, I messaged the people I was supposed to meet and I was like, guys, I, I'm just not in the space Like, to have meetings today. Is it okay if... You know, we rescheduled to another
0: day and yesterday I ended up resting. And today I'm so, so glad that you have brought this up yeah. because I love that. You said one of the most unproductive things is to keep banging your head against the wall when things have changed. And I think sometimes we are so oblivious to that fact mm-hmm. Um, because if you'd gone into those meetings and not performed at your best, right. that's not productive. Mm. Like that that the being productive part isn't just about uh, being just on serious. autopilot. Exactly.
1: Mm. Productivity is not like you've yet.
0: ticked the box that says I had a meeting. The yes. box you need to tick is the one that says I was effective. Yes. <laughs> I solved a problem. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. so, and so, um, that's really good. This morning, really
1: good. this morning, I was, now, uh, I was now talking to my husband and I was saying, okay, today we really have to finish strong um, because yesterday I played. And my husband said, no, you rested. And I was like, you know, I'm such, mm. a, I'm such a goal getter. In my head, if I'm not working, I'm playing. And he was like, no, you rested. Mm. But what I noticed is that if I was measuring my productivity yesterday from a resting pers- perspective, no,
0: I productively rested yesterday. Exactly. You got 100%. Exactly. Because yeah. I cleared yeah. things.
1: So, so I would almost say that, you know, to, to to Zimbabweans, but also just like if ever you find yourself in a situation where things are constantly changing and things aren't working, be kind to yourself. Allow yourself to renegotiate mm. the plan um, in terms of, you know, uh, like there is a course that I'm currently running, which is helping people just to be like, okay, guys, We're going through a difficult time. Let's step back and take stock. And one of the things I always, like, I'm like, renegotiate with yourself. What are the things that can happen differently? Um, And a good example, Tembe, is you and I are both on the LUSB program. And I'm particularly Um. grateful that, you know, rather than, you know, halting the course or whatever it was, we renegotiated. We are currently having our intensives online. It's not, the ideal situation but it means we are progressing with our program so take a break take stock of what's happening (laughs) renegotiate with yourself it's all right then do the best that you can
0: this has been so good tafazwa thank you and what a great note to end on i really appreciate you being here um i i have got more than I bargained for in free coaching <laughs> and <I'm laughs> talk about branding coaching. I'm coming, I, I, I'm ready to write testimonials. I'm also coming
1: for that testimonial. <laughs> I'm collecting everything that I still can get this
0: year. Absolutely. Um, thank you so much for joining. absolutely fabulous. Thank you fabulous. so much for having me, Tamba. Be okay. safe. Bye bye you've been listening to brand to build a podcast brought to you by brand builder africa we'll be back here next week with more thoughtfully curated content for entrepreneurial leaders who are doing business in africa stay subscribe and let us know what you think or what you'd like to hear about next To learn more, visit our website at www.brandtobuild.co or email askus at brandtobuild.co.